Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Former MLB star pitcher Trevor Bauer was railroaded after false sexual assault allegations levied by a thirsty hookup derailed his baseball career. But now, over two years later, he's finally able to tell his story, the full story, and he's doing just that tonight on this special edition of Tommy Lahren is Fearless with Trevor Bauer. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In February 2021, star pitcher Trevor Bauer signed a three-year, $102 million deal with the L.A. Dodgers. He was at the top of his game and on top of the world. But those big-dollar deals attract a lot of attention to athletes like Trevor, and those dollar signs are like blood in the water for thirsty girls looking to cash in. More money, more problems, as they say. Because in the spring of 2021, Bauer was hit with sexual assault allegations from this woman, Lindsay Hill. Now, she claimed that Trevor did some pretty gruesome and awful things to her. And the allegations were so bad and so damning that the MLB placed him on administrative leave for violating the league's sexual assault policy. Now, Trevor was cleared of criminal charges. He was never charged with the crime. In fact, the judge even denied the restraining order Lindsay Hill sought against him. But even so, he received an un unprecedented suspension of 324 games. Now, that suspension was eventually reduced, but even so, he was dropped by the Dodgers and cold-shouldered by the MLB. But there's even more to this story and even more unfair and even more messed up things to tell because thanks to a lawsuit filed by Trevor against Lindsey Hill, we now have the text messages, the video, and the damning proof that the girl was not only not attacked and not abused, but likely set up this whole damn ruse to ruin his life and make some unearned money. Now that girl, uh, now that girl didn't end baseball for Trevor. He played a season in Japan and proved he's still one of the best in the game. But the hell that he, his friends, and his family and his career were put through is something we need to talk about. And we're going to do that right now because joining me now is Trevor Bauer. Trevor, this has been a long time coming. I've been following this for actually two years now or more. Uh, I'm glad that you and I finally get to talk about it. Thank you for agreeing to do it and for being so open and honest with us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's a long time coming, so yeah. appreciate the opportunity. So Trevor, you addressed a lot of this in your YouTube video, and I talked about it on my show. Obviously, it went viral when you were finally able to talk about this. The text messages were finally revealed. You got your vindication. But since you got that moment, what has the response been, if anything, from sports media, from the MLB, from maybe interested teams, teammates, what have you gone through since you have had that moment of vindication just a few months ago? Yeah, I mean, overwhelmingly positive. Um, I think people 
um, you know, casual fans, people online were finally able to see a small bit of the, the evidence and, and the truth of the matter. Um, teammates have been very supportive the entire time. I have a bunch of texts from people checking in on me. Hey, thinking about you. Hope everything's well. A lot of uh, text messages came in when that information came out um, saying, you know, so happy that it's finally out, stuff like that. Um, yeah, response has been very good overall. Uh, it's It was nice to be able to finally talk two and a half years of not being able to, to say anything, um, being known for something that, you know, you didn't do is uh, it's been excruciating. Um, yeah, I made a lot of mistakes to put myself in a position where that could happen. But um, yeah, it's it's nice to be able to finally speak about it. And we're going to get to all of that because there's much more under the surface here that I want to get into that you haven't really been able to address or at least not at length. And I want to talk about all those things. We want to make this a positive because it is. You were vindicated. You're on to the next thing. But just to wrap up everything that you went through in these two plus years of hell and the way that sports media talked about you and the way that media in general talked about you. Are you surprised at all that sports media, after all the text messages came out, after the damning videos came out, are you surprised that you didn't really get an apology from anybody in sports media that spent a long time trashing you, that spent a long time covering your case, but then after everything came out, they were noticeably a little bit less excited to talk about Trevor Bauer? I don't know if I'm surprised or not. You know, I've had um, I've had a long kind of contentious history with the media. Um, I, you know, I've fired back at people um haven't really handled it in a in a mature way. Um, would have been far <laughs> would have been far more mature to just you know talk to people if I if they said something I didn't like or try to understand their perspective, have a human conversation with them. Um, honestly, I don't know. I don't really have any expectations on whether they would or wouldn't talk about it or how much or anything like that. Uh, that's not really why I did it. I I needed to get that information out for me personally. Um, it's. I just like to be known accurately. I don't want any like, you know, special treatment or anything. I just want to be known accurately for what actually happened, not for a bunch of lies. So um, I think the, I think people who watch the video, people who actually look into the, uh, into the matter, um, I think they can make their own decisions. And uh, that's all, that's really all I want uh, out of this situation. It's really frustrating, though. I, I know that that you don't see yourself as a victim in all of this, and you don't have vengeance in your heart. I, I know that, and I think that's been expressed through your videos and the couple of interviews that you've done since. But it's got to be frustrating, and not just for you, but for other public figures, other athletes that have been accused of things that you didn't do. It's got to be frustrating to see the person on the other side of that, the accuser, not really go through the same public shaming, not really have to have any consequences levied against them. And in Lindsay Hill's not the only one. There, there are several women, several people that have done this, that have cried wolf. And then they get to kind of walk away from it and their lives probably not damaged the way yours has been damaged. Do you hold any resentment for that? And what do you wish would change as it pertains to the law or public perception when it comes to false accusations? Um, I don't really hold any resentment. I, I found uh, at times in the past I have, uh, not just on this issue, on other issues, um, I haven't really found it's productive for me. I, I like to look towards the future and say, okay, let me evaluate what I did in this situation. What could I do better in the future and try to make those changes and and be better? Um, if you hold on to resentment, I've found that it just 
you know, life's not nearly as comfortable and not nearly as beneficial and productive as it could be. Um, I view it kind of like poison. So I try to let that go as much as possible. I, I think, you know, there, there's a lot to discuss there on a societal scale. That's not really what I'm interested in doing. I, you know, I have opinions on things. I'm just one person. I'm not really educated enough on the uh, the legal system as a whole or the you know justice system as a whole. Um, ultimately, what I want is to kind of be an example of what can happen um, when you aren't uh, when you don't apply enough scrutiny to your personal life when you act in an undisciplined way. And this is something that happens to athletes all the time, um, far more than the public knows, because, you know, people pay money and things like this go away. It happens to really any anyone in, in uh position of power or with with money. It's um it, it's a, a fairly common thing. And and hopefully right. I can be an example of what not to do um <laughs> and mistakes not to make so that people in the future can uh, not face this. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, I'm married to a former baseball player, now coach. I've been around athletics and athletes for a long time, public figures for a long time. And it's always interesting to me. And I'm a female, so maybe this is different. But I always wonder, whether it comes to musicians or athletes, people that are in a position like you're in that have money and they have notoriety and they have fame and all eyes are on them, why do you pick such bad females? Why do you pick such bad girls? <laughs> because it's not just I, you, it's a pattern. But I'm just wondering, I mean, they always say like, like girls like bad boys, but do boys like girls that are gonna get them in trouble? I, you've gotta explain this to me, the attraction there. You're not the only one, it's a pattern. Yeah, um, so I think there's a couple things on that. One, I, I can't speak for other people, of course. I don't know why other people make the decisions they make. Um, I can speak for myself and what I was thinking at the time, um, what I think now. Um, you know, I at the time I'd you know be on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, whatever social media app, and there's a ton of uh, incoming requests, um, and so I'd see those DMs, and I just would allow people into my life without any sort of scrutiny. And at the time, I wasn't looking for any sort of like committed relationship. And so I thought, you know, if I treat people with respect and um, I treat them kindly, which I did, you know, what could go wrong? I, I just didn't really pay any attention to it. Um, you know, my perspective on on that has changed dramatically uh, in the last couple of years. Um, you know, obviously a lot can go wrong, even when you, you know, don't break any laws or, you know, do everything, you know, you can to, to be on the same page with a person. Um, so, you know, I'm applying a lot more scrutiny to, yeah. to my life now. I'm looking for different things. Um, yeah, I've tightened up my circle a lot. Um, looking for more people that add value to my life instead of just, you know, something that I'm doing for a couple hours on a night and then kind of forget about. Um, yeah, it sounds really bad to say, but that's yeah. kind of my mindset at the time. Uh, and my mindset on it now, I, you know, I've stopped doing, I've stopped having like casual sexual relationships. Um, you know, I've stopped agreeing to engage in rough sex acts. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> well, I would I, hope very, so, Trevor, I, I would yeah. hope, that, I would hope that you are 
essentially the Pope at, at this point. I'm sure you've learned a lot, but you have to tell me too, because I'm looking at these text messages and it at least it looks like a lot of this was premeditated. She's talking about getting your money, you being her next victim, her next target. Was there any point in your brief relationship, situationship with this girl that you felt like you were being set up? Could you see the signs there where you're like, oh, this girl's in this for the wrong reasons, not just because she wants a casual hookup, but because she's looking for something a little more than that. No, I uh, I didn't see it, and I probably should have. You know, looking back on it, I'm like, oh, that was stupid to not, you know, not recognize this or not recognize that. Um, but in the in the moment, I didn't I didn't see it. I wasn't paying attention to it, which is the biggest problem. Like I wasn't. I was just, I was naive in a lot of ways, and I I didn't see I didn't see it for what it was. Yeah, well, you're not the only one. In fact, I've had an ongoing conversation with somebody else that went through something very similar to what you have gone through, and that's Matt Ariza. He was booted from the Buffalo Bills after accusations came out. Again, same situation as yours wasn't charged, was completely cleared. He's now levying a, a lawsuit against his accuser. So there's a lot of similarities between your story and his story. And he refuses to back down because he wants his character restored, which is a lot of the same battle that you're fighting right now is just the connotation that comes with Trevor Bauer. Same thing with Matt Ariza. He's younger than you and you know his career now. He's fighting to, to get it back. What advice would you give people like Matt Ariza and other young athletes that are coming up through the pipeline? What would you tell them before maybe they cash in on a $100 million contract or have their, you know, their face on a bobblehead? What advice would you give them starting out in this kind of career field? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I think limiting your downside risk is is very important. Um, I something I didn't do. I looked only at, okay, how do I get better at baseball? How do I get better on the field? The better I get, more opportunity I get, you know, the bigger I get, more money I can make, you know, better, whatever. Um, that was where my focus was 100%. And what you don't realize when you're young is, um, you know, if you don't take care of the, uh, the, the outside, uh, the parts of your life outside of on-field stuff that can, you know, dramatically impact your abilities on the field. Um, but in, in, in a way as simple as like taking care of what you eat, that's, you know, very well known by athletes. They pay attention to that, but taking care of personal relationships, family relationships, taking care of, you know, the people that you talk to friends, like there's all sorts of pitfalls that, um, can be largely avoided if you're paying attention to those areas of your life and this with the same level of, uh, attention that you pay to on-field stuff. Right. How is it for you now trying to meet people to date, possibly get into a relationship? I know you said that your outlook on this is completely different, but let's be honest, it's, it's got to be difficult for you. It's got to be difficult for you because I'm sure it's hard for you to trust people. It's got to be difficult for you because a lot of people have this notion of who you are and your character, your bravado. What is it like for Trevor Bauer to date and what is it like for people to date Trevor Bauer as it stands now in 2024? Yeah, uh, I'm not really meeting anybody. Uh, I'm not really interested in in that right now. Um, it's just I have other things that I'm focused on. I'd, I'd like to go back to work. Um, I have a job um, 
you know, I, I run business, I run business. So I have employees that I'm responsible for and things that we're trying to accomplish together. I'm trying to entertain baseball fans, um, you know, grow the game of baseball, stuff like that. So that's where my focus is hundred percent. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I go back to dating at some point in the future, but not, uh, not something I'm focused on right now. I have, uh, I have a lot of good friends, a lot of people that I'm, that I'm close to that have been very supportive in, uh, in this whole time. And I'm just kind of hanging out with them and, that's good enough for me right now. May I suggest having your female friends screen any future date that <laughs> you may have? Already doing that. Already doing that. <laughs> uh, I know some of your <laughs> female friends, and I think that they have very good heads on their shoulders. So I would highly advise you looking to them next time you meet somebody. Um, so that's going to be interesting for you. But, you know, the other day I, I watched your interview on America's Newsroom, of course, and I was so happy to see you do that. I was so happy that the Fox audience was able to hear your story and embrace it. But I, I was wondering, you mentioned something that I wanted to dig in a little deeper to because we have more time here. You mentioned yeah. some of the reason you lashed out at the MLB and the media kind of comes from your childhood. We know everything stems from our childhood, but you mentioned you were kind of bullied as a kid. That left you feeling really defensive. You always want to fight and you always want to kind of lash out or defend yourself in the media. Tell me about that in a little more detail and where that comes from. Yeah, I was uh, I was a nerd as a kid. I still am. Um, obviously, I was an athlete as well. So I didn't really fit in with the athletes because they saw me as a nerd. I didn't really fit in with the nerds because they saw me as an athlete. And I got bullied a lot. Um, I was not really welcomed by the nerd group. The athlete group, you know, bullied me. Teammates of mine in high school for just the way that I trained, the, you know, the the equipment that I use, all sorts of different stuff. Being smart um, was one of them. And when I was 17, I remember looking up, uh, I, woke, I woke up in the morning to go train before school. And I remember looking at myself in the mirror and saying, you know, what, what is wrong with me? Why don't people like me? And made the decision at that point. And like, look, as long as I can look at myself in the mirror and be proud of what I've done in the day, like that's going to be good enough for me. And if people don't like it, then, you know, that's fine with me. Uh, it gave me the confidence to start speaking up for myself um, to when people would say something to me and put me down to fire back and defend myself. And my life got a lot better. Um, I started enjoying like being alive uh, for the first time in a, in a while. And I think I kind of carried that a little bit too far. Um, I was very combative with people because they'd been very combative to me. And as time went along in my early 20s, mid 20s, late 20s, people got less and less combative with me. And I kind of stayed equally as combative towards them. Uh, and so I think I just... Um, you know, I think my my uh, way of handling it, way of standing up for myself that worked when I was 17 or 20 um, probably should have evolved quicker than it did um, as I matured and, and grew up and saw the world differently. Uh, that that uh, portion of my life um, and habit pattern didn't really evolve uh, in step with it. Um, something that I'm, you know, a little bit embarrassed about and would like to do better in the future or something I'm, you know, working on trying to repair now uh but to give some concrete examples like when people on twitter would say something like there's no need to respond back to every negative comment um or if you know if i did just reach out to the person and like have a conversation um same thing with media if media writes something that you know i'm not uh i'm not fond of or that i don't think is fair or accurate you know having a conversation with them understanding that they probably didn't write it to be malicious. They probably just didn't understand the situation. Uh, at least to understand their perspective, having a conversation would have been 
far more mature and a better way of handling things. So, um, you know, there's, I think there's reasons why I, I did what I did. I'm not using that as an excuse. I just trying to illustrate what, mm-hmm. what my mindset was at the time. And then now what my mindset is having, um, the ability the last couple of years to look back and, and reflect on things. Yeah. Interesting because a lot of athletes, you know, they struggle with that. My husband, when he was playing in Toronto, they would write something about him and he felt the need to lash out all the time. And then they ended up putting his face on a baby's body on, you know, the cover of the newspaper in Toronto. So I know it well. And my husband to this day is still like that to some extent. I think a lot of men are. It's just it's a thing when people come after you, you want to defend yourself. And it probably comes from more of a place of hurt. And that translates into anger or it translates into some kind of a performative, you know, lash out. So it's understandable. But I know that you're far from done with baseball. I know that you played in Japan. You had a great season there. You're still at the top of your game. Now you're saying, I want to get back into the MLB. I want to play in America again. You know, a lot of teams need you. A lot of teams need good pitchers. What's next for you and what are you going to do to take away any negative con- uh, connotation, earned or unearned, that surrounds the name Trevor Bauer? That's a good question. I think that the you know the only thing I can do is answer the questions and address the issues that people have head on. Um, it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. I'm happy to finally be able to actually speak and and talk about things. You know, I'm not shying away from questions. I'm not shying away from the topic. I'm not trying to bury it. Um, ultimately, I want to be an example for uh, kids, other athletes, you know, high school, college, wherever it may be on a couple things. One, you know, learn from my mistakes so you don't make the same ones. And then two, like people can make mistakes and learn and grow. You don't always have to be seen as the same person you were when you were 20 or 25 or, you know, three years ago, five years ago. Um, so I think the best way to go about doing that is just to have the tough conversations. Uh, it's something I want to do, uh, wanted to do for two and a half years. So anyone who has a question, happy to answer it. Um, and also, look, I, I, I do a lot already on uh, fan engagement, community engagement. Uh, it's been difficult the last couple of years because being associated with me hasn't really been good for charities. Uh, I haven't wanted to give, you know, negative press to, to those organizations, but uh, before the allegations came out, I was very active in uh, in charities, um, specifically surrounding STEM and trying to make it cool for kids to be smart, because that's kind of my story. Um, so being involved in the community, whether it's through my social media content, YouTube content, or uh, appearances or uh, stuff like that, uh, signing autographs for kids at games, like, those are all things that I enjoy doing and I hope to get a chance to do again um, as part of a, a major league season. Um, but yeah, happy to answer all the, all the questions out there and have any conversations needed. Trevor, did I miss anything in your story? Anything that you want to take an opportunity to clear up or anything that you want to say to future teams, to the media, to friends and family, anything left on the table that you'd like to kind of put a bow on as we kind of finish up the interview? I've, I've spent, uh, I spent two and a half years going over every single little detail at nauseum. Um, there's a lot of things that the public doesn't know that it would be nice if the public did know, but honestly, I'm exhausted uh, talking about it. And um, really where, where I'm at is just like, I'm, I'm one of the best pitchers in the world. I want to play major league baseball. I have a lot to offer the game and the industry. Um, I have a lot to offer teammates, uh, fan bases, stuff like that. 
I realize that there's significant issues in uh, in signing me uh, from a public relations standpoint. People have a lot of questions, valid questions, things that need to be answered and talked about. Ultimately, I'm just looking for a second chance. I just want to go back to doing my job and prove that I can do the second half of my career better than the first. Um, and you know, hopefully at some point over a long enough time horizon, people will see me accurately. That's all I really want is to be seen accurately. Uh, the good, the bad, the indifferent. Um, it's just painful when you're seen for something that you didn't do uh, and you are given a label that doesn't align with who you are as a person. So um, hopeful that that will turn around in the future. I think there's a lot of layers to Trevor Bauer that people don't see often because of the headlines and just because of the connotation. Even before this whole scandal, I mean, people just see you with a $100 million contract and they think you're a you know baseball star, but there's a lot more under the, the surface there. And I think you have a lot to offer, not only the game, but you mentioned to young people who don't really know where they belong. Uh, I think that your story is actually really inspiring, and I hope that more people are aware of that, can understand that. And I'm looking forward to your second half in baseball. As a baseball fan, I'd love to see you. I can name a few teams that I'd love to see you play for. So we're rooting for you. Uh, we're in your corner. And thank you for taking the time. I've been working on this for a while, so I I'm glad that the day has finally come. And thanks so much, Trevor. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And uh, hope that uh, I'm back on the field soon. God bless. And we'll talk to you soon, Trevor. Thank you again. Thank you.